Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show, live this Monday evening with you. As, well, we continue to see what the Atlanta Hawks are going to do. Obviously, summer camp, uh, summer league, I should say, just uh, wrapped up here, and uh, it won't be long before... We start talking about training camp. Still plenty of time to do some stuff, but let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Pat Benson, sneaker reporter for Fan Nation, covers Atlanta Hawks as well. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Pat underscore Benson underscore Junior. Pat, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes uh, here on the show tonight. Hey, thank you for having me. So let's start with all the rumor and innuendo. I mean, obviously Pascal Siakam is a guy who has been linked heavily with the Atlanta Hawks. The question that I have is if you don't know if you can sign him to a max extension, do you make that? I mean, do the Hawks look at making that trade and roll the dice that they can sign him as the season goes along or at the end of the year? Or is that just kind of too risky to give up some of the assets that you would for Siakam without some kind of guarantee that he will stay here long term? Well, unfortunately, not going to get much of a guarantee if you think Pascal Siakam is the type of player that can push you into that area of contention. Then, yeah, that's what that's a big boy move that big boy teams make all the time. You got to be willing to make that sort of uh, leap of faith. And I'm not sure if Siakam is that player. I think he's a great player. I think he is an upgrade over John Collins, no doubt about it. And uh, if if Landry Fields, Kyle Korver, Quinn Snyder. If that front office, if they think that Siakam is the missing piece, then, yeah, they have no choice but to go for it. So if he does become a free agent, I mean, he look, either way, he's either going to get a max extension um, if he signs with a team or he'll go to free agency and get a, a max deal. Like there's no there's no way yeah. around him being a max player. You think the Hawks will – let's just for argument's sake, say the Hawks do make a deal for him. You're talking about another $120 million being doled out for, for him at that point. Do you think the Hawks are willing to make that kind of investment into a third player at this point? I think they would be. The Where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I think when we last spoke, I was I was pretty uh, bearish on the idea of Siakam. But, you know, we keep hearing their name, his name come up over and over from different reports, different corners of the league. So at this point, I do believe that there is serious interest it's just how much are they willing to part with, uh, you know, in order to bring Siakam in. But, yeah, they would they would have to. Their hand would be forced. They would have to sign to a max contract next year. And that would also require retooling the roster to make it work. You know, that would mean 
and saying goodbye to, you know, Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, some other players, you know, obviously you want just to make the trade happen and two to fit the, um, fit him in the salary cap. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And Pat, you know, there's been more and more speculation. I mean, we're hearing, we're hearing reports from different people and, um, you know, Jake Fisher being one of those guys that, 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 uh, you know, has been being, and, and he's been pretty accurate here of late, but he did report that the Hawks have had a, a more willingness to move on from Clint Capella. You think Clint Capella is the next guy that moves most likely moves off this team, whether it's Dallas or Toronto or somebody like that. I mean, you know, again, really probably more, more Dallas than anybody else, Mm but um, Mm -hmm. does it feel like that he's maybe the next domino that's about to fall? Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense because Onyeko Kongwu, it's really his time. He's about to get a rookie-scale contract extension, and I think Clint Capello is always kind of a stopgap measure for Okongwu after we saw what he did during that uh, Eastern Conference Finals run in 2021. We always knew that he was the center of the future. Need a little bit more time to develop. And don't get me wrong, Capello is still performing at a very high level, but it, it does make sense. You know, we, the, I think everybody is in agreement that Okongwu is the center of the future. So, yeah, it only makes sense that Capella would be the next player to go. And then also right by his side would be DeAndre Hunter, of course, because we've kind of got a log jam of forwards when you look at Sadiq Bey, A.J. Griffin, and, um, two, you know, a bigger power forward, you know, Jalen Johnson. So, yeah, I would say Capella and then to a slightly lesser extent Hunter. If they can't move Hunter, do you think that they offer Sadiq Bay a contract extension? Because I'm wondering what that looks like as far as a cost perspective. I mean, you know, again, he's he's going to be a free agent. You know, that's another one of the guys that you look at. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a free agent come next year. And I thought he did a lot of good things for the Hawks. But, you know, obviously it's going to be a matter of if they're going to pay him, what's it going to cost? Um, and to your point about, you know, if there is a log jam sort of at that small forward position or maybe even mm-hmm. guard, you know, big guard position. Yeah. But, you know, what do you think a deal look, like that looks like for a guy like Sadiq Bey? Or do they do they just kind of ride him out for one more year and, you know, eventually let him walk? Well, that's a good point you made. You know, their hand isn't exactly forced when it comes to Bay because, one, they didn't give up a ton to get him. They gave mm-hmm. up five second-round picks, and second-round picks just aren't that valuable. And then, like you said, they could ride the season out the way they did with John Collins when he was in a contract year and then come back and then negotiate a deal. What his deal would look like and, you know, how it how it's in this major grand scheme, I have no idea what it would look like. But I feel like the pressure to sign Bay isn't there the way it is to uh, to extend uh, Congo. Pat Benson joining us here on the WaitFor.com Hotline Hawks reporter. So, um, DeJounte Murray, we saw the extension. Um, I really liked the move. I mean, look, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, we've talked about this in the past that, look, I, I was glad that they didn't monkey around. They made him the big-time mm-hmm. offer. Um, he wanted to stay in Atlanta. I, I, you know, and the biggest thing for me is just now it's all about basketball. Now it's focusing on basketball. There's no talk about contracts, no talk about trades, no talk about any of this kind of stuff. This really felt like a home run move for the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I don't think that the Trey Young DeJounte Murray is the perfect backcourt, but they certainly complement each other well. They've proven they can make it work. Here's a novel idea in the NBA. Let's give them some time to play together and to develop get to know each other better. 
and they're only going to improve. So last year it was a little clunky at times, but overall we've seen enough to know that it will work. And most importantly, like you said, we can put all the drama aside. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, they're both locked up for the future. And should something go go awry, if Trey Young for some reason wants out at some point, Atlanta has an all-star caliber player, uh, you know, ready to lead the team at the one guard, you know, and DeJounte Murray. So not only does it solidify his future, it also is a little bit of an interesting So do you think that, I mean, if it's not Siakam, are, are there any, I mean, we've talked about this before, are there any names or any buzz about anybody else? It does really feel like that, all of the eggs are potentially in the Siakam basket. So if it's not him, is it anybody else, or are they just going to pretty much try to just run this thing back with what they've got? You know, that's a great question because I was scanning through available players, and it was a free agency class to begin with. The Hawks aren't going after James Harden or anything like that. So, yeah, I feel like it's got to be Siakam. But but then again, at the same time, it's the NBA. You know, we see these trades come up out of nowhere, and people forget that the uh, um, uh, Cleveland, when they pulled off that major trade with Utah last year, um, that 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 happened in September. You know, that was right before the start of uh, training camp when they got Donovan Mitchell. So you know, uh, things can happen late. I, I would expect, I wouldn't expect movement soon. I think this is uh, some. A trade drama that could play out over weeks, over months. However, the Hawks do have $9 million in cap space, and I think there is a reason why they cleared all that out. I think they are preparing to add a third star, and at this point it looks like it's Siakam or, or no one. But then again, it's the NBA. Crazier things have happened. Well, and then that begs the question, you know, you know, are they – they got out of the luxury tax, you know, mm-hmm. okay, are you going to turn right back around and get into it? Because, I mean, you're while you cleared some cap space, you, you don't have a whole lot of room to do a lot of maneuvering without staying in the luxury tax. And, look, this always becomes the debate about what the Hawks are going to do. You know, as of right now, I mean, if we believe in actions over words, all that, all that they have done is really get themselves under the luxury tax. I don't think they're a better roster today, and I think all it's been is just – so far, getting under the luxury tax, and every move that you've seen that they've corresponded with has been, well, it's a $4.5 million here, $6.5 mm-hmm. million savings here. So it feels like every move has been designed to kind of minimize, you know, get themselves under the luxury tax, clear up some cap space. Are they willing to get back into it? I mean, I know what the verbiage is, but are they really mm-hmm. willing to get back into it? Well, you have every right to be skeptical. Since the DeJounte, they pulled the trigger on the DeJounte Murray trade last summer, almost every single move has been made uh, to save money. Maybe not the Sadiq Bay trade. Obviously, that one uh, that one really didn't didn't change much in terms of the salary cap in the in the short term. But yeah, you have every right to be skeptical. We've heard from the wrestlers that they are not afraid of the luxury tax, but you know, seeing is believing, and we'll see. I, I don't think it. It's good practice to go in the luxury tax just to be in the luxury tax, just to say you're competing, make it make sense. But at the same time, I think Hawks fans, you know, they have every right to be skeptical after, you know, the Kevin Herter trade and everything we saw uh, go down the aftermath of the DeJounte Murray trade. Well, I think also, too, Pat, it becomes if you're going to have a super max player, given where mm-hmm. the threshold is, 
it's mm-hmm. hard to build a roster around a supermax guy that doesn't involve the luxury tax. I mean, just the, the the again, you have to probably really get lucky in the draft and different things like that. But if you're going to add pieces that are competent with a supermax player, it, it feels like it's going to be a challenge to try to get that kind of right combination of roster when you've got a guy that eats up a good bit of your of your ta- of your sorry of your cap space as it is. No doubt about it. If you go back and you look at the uh, last few decades of uh, teams that have won NBA championships, the vast majority, the overwhelming majority, have been teams that have been uh, into the luxury tax. So yeah, that's that's par for the course. And you know, again, don't go into the luxury tax for no good reason. But at the same time, these team owners they are multi-billionaires. They can't afford to pay the luxury tax. You know, I'm all for being prudent when it makes sense. But at the same time, you bought a team. You you deserve it. The community deserves it uh, for to have a, a team out there that's willing to compete. And uh, you know sometimes there are some external costs that come along. Not everything is going to be um, in the black in the book. Sometimes you may have to go in the red, and that's part of being a team owner. Pat Benson, he is a sneaker reporter for Fan Nation, covers the Atlanta Hawks as well. You find him on his Twitter page at Pat underscore Benson underscore Jr. Join me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Pat, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes uh, on the show tonight. We'll chat again soon. Sounds good, buddy. Keep up the great work. You got it. John Chuck, we will be back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.